This month, we've been inspired by those in our congregation who are graduating, and we have been enrolled in our own master's program in spirituality. Now, our master program is a short but powerful course of study, only five weeks, and if you successfully complete the course, meaning you are here every Sunday and actively engaged in the work as the weeks in between unfold, you will receive a certificate of graduation. In order to prepare for next week, we need to take a quick head count right now, and I don't know how this is going to come out because we're kind of down. Who has been present all month so far? The choir and there, and okay, we have a few there. Okay, I just wanted to make sure of this. Hold your hands up, and you did. So I want to thank you all and say thank you, especially the choir who's come through the whole COVID and still here. And as a reminder, our master's program comes from the four levels of consciousness evolution. Level one, why me? Or mortal, victim. Number two, by me? Or metaphysician, through consciousness, I can make it happen. Three, through me, or mystic, the Father within doeth the work. Have any of you heard that before? Yeah. Or four, as me, or master, where we say, I am one with God. And it feels important that we look at the role remembering plays in our getting our master's degree in spirituality. Remembering what, you might ask? Well, this morning I want us to remember three things. One, remember and honor those who have lost their lives in war. Next week is Memorial Day where we hold those people in our hearts and minds for always. First and and most certainly, today it is important to remember those individuals who have given their lives in service to this country that we love. There's a A sweet story about a little boy, Alex, who stood one Sunday morning staring up at the large plaque that hung in the foyer of the church, what we would call the narthex. The seven-year-old had been staring at the plaque for some time, so the pastor walked up, stood beside him, and said quietly, Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Pastor replied the young man, keeping his gaze fixed on the plaque. Pastor Dave, what are all those names on the plaque? Alex asked. Well, son, those are all the people who have died in the service, replied the pastor. Soberly, they stood together, staring at the large plaque. Little Alex's voice barely broke the silence when he asked quietly, Which one, the 9 o'clock or the 11 o'clock service? (laughs) That is such a sweet little story, and it makes us chuckle, but of course losing a loved one, a friend who is serving their country is nothing to chuckle at. And so this morning, the first thing for us to remember, to remember and to honor, is those who have lost their human lives in service to their country regardless of our political persuasion or our views and opinions on war. 
And it's equally important to remember and to surround with the power of pure, sweet love anyone here today who has lost a loved one or a friend in such a way. If you've lost someone dear to you in service to our country, you you don't have to identify yourselves, but I want you to know that right now you are upheld in the arms of love. Our second thought today, remember that no matter what is happening in our lives, God is present. The second master's level living concept to remember is that no matter what, no matter what, no matter what is happening in this journey, we call life. From the loss of a loved one to the birth of a baby, from the diagnosis of cancer to a clean bill of health, from the demise of a 20-year marriage to the blush of new love. No matter what is happening in this journey we call life, God is present. During our moment of silence, we heard taps playing. Carrie did a beautiful job with that vocally. Music that we all know is used at military funerals. It is also understood by American seamen as an end-of-the-day, lights-out signal. We are all familiar with the melody, but do we know the words? Let me read them to you so you can put them in your heart. Listen to them. Day is done. Gone the sun. From the lakes, from the hills, from the sky, all is well. Safely rest. God is nigh. Fading light dims the sight, and a star gems the sky, gleaming bright from afar, drawing nigh, falls the night. Thanks and praise for 
our days, neath the sun, neath the stars, neath the sky, as we go this we know God is nigh. As we go, this we know, God is nigh. This morning I want us to remember, remember, remember that no matter what is happening in this journey we call life, God is nigh. God is nigh in times of troubles, in times of joy. God is nigh in times of challenges in times of play. God is nigh in times of grief, in times of celebration. God is nigh in times of confusion, in times of clarity. God is nigh in times of pain, in times of relief. God is always nigh. Dr. Ernest Holmes, the founder of religious science, said so beautifully in the Science of Mind textbook, there is a divine presence at the center of things, and it ought to be so real to us that we feel it everywhere, in everything, in everyone, and in every situation. In other words, We ought to remember that everywhere, in everything, in everyone, and in every situation, God is nigh. And our remembering of this ought to be so real that we feel it. One of the most comforting passages in the entire Judeo-Christian Scripture is the 23rd Psalm. I recently received an interpretation of it that invites us to see that God is everywhere, in everything, in everyone, and in every situation. Listen to this. The Lord is my shepherd. That's relationship. I shall not want. That's supply. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. That's rest. He leadeth me beside still waters. That's refreshment. He restoreth my soul. That's healing. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. That's guidance. For his name's sake. That's purpose. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that's growing through challenge. I will fear no evil. That's protection. For thou art with me. That's assurance. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That's discipline. Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. That's overcoming. Thou anointest my head with oil. That's divine consecration. My cup runneth over. That's abundance. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's blessing. Blessing. 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. That's security forever. And that's eternity. Remember that this life is just a short stop in the eternal journey. So make it count. The last line of the 23rd Psalm, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, takes us to the third idea for our master's level remembering this morning. In our first point of remembering today, I chose my words carefully when I asked us to remember those who had lost their human lives in service to their country. Lost their human lives is the key phrase here. Because a fundamental tenet of our new thought teachings, as it is with all spiritual teachings, is that life is eternal. Life is ongoing. Life is everlasting. And in the words of Ernest Holmes at page 546 of the Science of Mind textbook, I shall never die, for the spirit within me is God and cannot change. My life is hid within the universe of love and light, and that light shall live forever. Go, fear and death and change. Be gone from my thought, fear of death and uncertainty. That which is cannot become that which is not. And that which I am can never, ever change. The spirit of eternity is enthroned within me and within you. And the life of endless ages flows through my being. From eternity to eternity, my life flows along the path of peace and harmony. The third idea I want us to remember this morning is twofold. First, life is eternal. If you need to explore that idea to really embody it, please do it in whatever way would be meaningful for you. The second fold of our third idea is that while, yes, life is eternal, this human experience has a finite time. It does have a shelf life. And we never know when it will be over, so let's make it count. George Burns once said, when I talk about thinking young, I'm talking about enthusiasm, keeping active, having plans and projects for tomorrow, meeting people, doing things. A lot of people are too quick to decide that their lives are over. And if you really think your life is over and you have no place to go, I advise you to take very short steps will take longer to get there. The point is, with a good positive attitude and a little luck, which, of course, we know there is no such thing as, there's no reason why you can't live to be 100. Once you've done that, you've really got it made because very few people die over 100. So while we are here, experiencing this brief portion of our eternal journey, let's live. Let's be fully present. Let's fully love. 
Ernest Holmes wrote, We need not prepare to meet God. We're meeting Him every day and each hour in the day. We meet Him in the rising sun, in the flowing stream, in the budding rose, in the joy of friendship and love, and in the silence of our own soul. He also wrote, It is not necessary if we should pass on tonight that anyone should remember that we have ever lived. All that means anything is that while we live, we live. With this in mind and believing that there is an infinite law of the Spirit or law of life which tends to multiply our gifts because in so doing it multiplies its own experience, its own pleasure, its own fruition, we may assume that spiritual man is already a success is already supplied with everything he needs. So this morning, we are living at the master's level by remembering and honoring those who have given this human life over in the act of serving our country, by remembering that in every situation God is nigh, to use the word of taps, And by remembering to remember, to remember that life with a capital L is eternal. And since this human life we live is not, let us fully live and fully love while we are here. I want to conclude with a poem. This is not a poem by a famous poet. It was written by a young man who was 19 when he enlisted in the Navy several years ago and wrote this poem the night before he shipped out for Iraq. It's time to go to work now. Just another day indeed. Only difference is my work hurts and makes people bleed. Protecting the United States is my job. I feel I I do so well. Only problem with that is when I die, is it heaven or hell? I volunteered for this job, knowing full of its threat. I cannot and will not come home until the mission is met. I don't know why I do it. For recognition and merit, not so. For when it's time to leave... It's simply time to go. It's weird how I feel right now, leaving the ones that I love, a feeling I I, I can't explain, a feeling sent from above. Why there's war, I don't know. To separate wrong from right, if that is the case, then I'm confused because it just causes a bigger fight. Why can't we learn to love more like we were always brought up? There is too much to look forward to like watching your children grow, grow up. I'd like to take the time out now to thank everyone I know. Your different paths of life have certainly helped me to grow. 
I'm being watched over for certain. Of this, (laughs) I am confident. I know God is looking out. I feel the love he sent. I'm not scared to go to war. It's my duty now. I help protect the United States. Where does the courage come from? I don't know where or how. I will come home soon. But this is no guarantee. This feeling that I feel right now is surely you loving me. And let us anchor these words within us, knowing that as we do and as we become and as we lead, we bring love and peace and power to the world. Let us know that all the little things that we make fun of don't count. All the times our children laughed does. All the times we've lost it is meaningless. But all the times we find it in another's eyes or in another's heart or in helping one of those others is life that we bring to the world. We bring it for the future, for this time now and for the future that we all may grow together and become and be and love and do. Let yourself love and prove that love by living your life in that love and that peace. And children, help your parents to do this well, for it is you they are doing it. Give thanks and say, and so it is, and so it is. Amen. Thank you.